Yo, so I'ma start by bragging a little bit because I wasn't able to do that on my last episode because I ain't have it in my possession yet and I ain't want to jinx anything. And I know y'all niggas don't bother to read the episode descriptions, but my intro music was produced exclusively for me by none other than Havoc of Mob Deep. So I appreciate that. I hope you guys appreciate that. When you guys are listening to my intro, when you guys are listening to the outro, just know that he's the man behind the music. Welcome to the Posh Sessions. My name is Posh. And I'm here with a very, very special guest today. And I'm going to get to him in a minute. I'm just going to do a little weekend recap. So Friday night, I was at Beecham. Shout out to King Kaki and Koya. I was out there for Juju's birthday party. And I had mad fun. I got drunk as fuck. And I'm just glad that I made it home safely. But then on the re-up, me, Linda, and my sisters, we rode out to Tampa for the House of Music grand opening. And the way I found out about this was because on my timeline, we got Mr. Da Vinci tweeting it. Talking about day. do the right thing. And I'm like, damn, is it the right thing to go out to town? It sounds like the right thing to do. Fuck it, I'm going to go. I mean, <laughs> I mean. So, <laughs> and we had a lot of fun. We turned up last night. We have Mr. Da Vinci Boo in the building. We um, was out there with Radel Ortiz. I got to meet Dike Moreno. Somebody who I was trying to get on my podcast for a good like six months now. So I finally told him, I said, this is what I look like, nigga. Like, just in case you thought I was an ugly bitch or some shit. Like, you don't got to curve me any longer. I look good in person. (laughs) (laughs) And we had Bio out there, too, DK. I'm not a baby. Yeah, shout out to them boys, man. It was mad fun. And I am pleasantly surprised. Because every time you go out there and you, you know what I'm saying, you try to meet people, you never know what you're going to get into. You never know what you're going to expect. I didn't know if you was out there with your lady. Can right. I get a picture? Right, right, right. Is it going to be funny style? Right. But you're actually a very sweet guy. Thank you, man. Thank you. I think my mama, that's, that's, I think I got to shout my mama's out for that one. But yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I just like to show love. People show me all this love on social media and when they see me in person. I just feel like I got to give it back. So I just try to show love everywhere, wherever I get it at. That's what's up. So... Just starting this off, who are you? Who is Da Vinci? Damn, I'm like a lot of people. <laughs> nah, shit. I mean, I don't know, man. I'm straight up like I, I I'm like whatever you see on Instagram or Twitter or whatever. Like whatever I post, acts, whatever. Like that's me all day. Like that's how I'm. I'm. I'm, I'm like that all the time. Like my mom and all my brothers. My house is like a circus. He'll tell you, like my manager will tell you, like you go in there, you're going to leave with your stomach hurting, laughing. <laughs> my mom's a trip. All my brother's a trip. So for me, I mean, Da Vinci, you could say just, just want to have fun. It's happy. How did you come up with that name? Honestly, I don't, I don't even know. I was, just, I was just trying out names, at names, and I just, I used to look up to Da Vinci, like his arts and stuff like that. And then Bo means... Handsome, and I was just running with it at the time in um, French. So Can I you just tell ran. He's Dominican? I just ran. I just ran with the name. It, it, it looked good on 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 the on the gram when I posted it. So I was just like, I'm gonna just run with it, and it stuck. So I just kept it. 
And obviously you're Dominican. Yeah. Where do you reside at in New York? I'm from the Bronx. Oh God. Um, we've been all over. To my family. We're Dominican. Yeah, facts. facts. <laughs> I feel like I feel like you bounce through every borough. But me and my family, we've been Queens. We lived in the Heights for a few, and then um, most of our most of our life, we like uh, grew up in the uh, in the Bronx. When we turned like six, seven, we moved to the Bronx, and it's been the Bronx since. True. My grandmother's still out in the Heights. I'm posting Academy. So oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Shout out to Dykeman, man. Dykeman, Yo, is, Dykeman is super lit. It's one of my favorite places in the world. Facts. Especially during the summer, man. Yeah. They ain't no and fucking party. It's just love party. out there. Like, it's, just, it's, it's really little DR. Like, you walk through it, it just feels like home. Like, it's just, it's fun. Like, I just love, the love out there is crazy. I love Dykeman, for real. I was telling your manager last night, I was like, um... I'm thinking about sending my son. I have a 15-year-old. Mm. Sending his ass to, to the Heights for the summer and like letting him figure it out because he moved to Florida. And it's a catch-22 because I feel like I moved from Jersey because I wanted to give my kids a better life. Right. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, it's like where I live... There's no culture, you know what I'm saying? Mm. And my my son's becoming a little bit weird and shit. So yeah. I feel like I'm going to let him go play in the fire hydrants and get culture nah, this summer. for sure. I feel like, yo, um, <laughs> I, can we curse you? Yeah. I, I feel like if, if you're going to raise your kids, I was, like if you was born yourself and raised in New York City and you knew what it was like coming up and yeah. how you were shaped and how the community helped shape your environment, whatever the case is, when you move out and you try to better your kids or whatever it is, I feel like it is important for them to know and like where you came from and kind of go through it a little bit. So if you want to send them home for summer, that shit'll do damage. Believe me, like he'll come back. It's like if you send kids to DR, like my mom's and yeah. all of our cousins used to get sent to DR all the time and they was fucking around the whole year. Oh my god, that they was used the to come back. Sigue. Que te voy a mandar para Santo Domingo. I'm like, but why? Like, why you gotta... Shit, like, send me now. You can't I wish. send me to why, my room, my nigga. Send you gotta send me now. to a whole nother fucking island and shit. I wish like, they told me some shit like that right now. I'm gonna send you to DR. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's different now. You know, back you then, me? I'm looking at the shit like... Espérate, no, it, was la it was a punishment because you know you was either going to your grandmother's house or yeah. one of your aunts. And you know in DR, they ain't playing that. They, they really will... They will, they will fuck hit you, you for up, real. and it don't matter if you they kids and if you part of family, part of the bloodline. You know, there was discipline all over. So, yeah, I feel like it helps. If, of course, if you want to do that, I feel like it definitely it, it won't affect you. As long as my kid don't come back, you know, what I'm saying slinging dope, I think I'm okay. With this. <laughs> nah, it's, it's, you just gotta be careful where you place him. But uh, nah, I think he'll be alright though, for sure. And you don't have any kids, right? No, I I want. But I just want to make sure I do the right thing and finish school, get married first. and The unicorn, ladies and gentlemen. The fucking Man. unicorn. We've located the unicorn. Man, <laughs> I don't know. So, what made you start doing your social media posts? Yo, honestly, I, if social media was out before, I probably would have been doing videos forever. But... Because I've, like, literally always been like this. Like, if you used to sit with my high school classmates, they'll tell you, like, I was the clown. Like, not on some, like, looking <laughs> like a fool, but I'm making people laugh in class because we don't ain't no, no reason to be sad. You feel me? Right. So I just always ran with it. So once Instagram became, like, a platform and, like, Twitter and stuff like that, yeah. um, I used to model a little bit. So that helped me get a little bit of following. Dique modelo también. Nah, un ching, un ching. Can we wrap this up? <laughs> <laughs> Nah, but, like, I worked with, like, Rocksmith, I worked with, like, Nev, Playcloth, like, I've worked with a lot of, like, um, good clothing lines, so it helped me get, like, a little bit of following at the time. 
but that's when I was like more on my serious you know I was trying to look like abogado suits through fifth half <laughs> with a suitcase nothing in the suitcase it was crazy but um, no it helped it, it shaped me but then the clown stuff is just once I seen that I made one video and I think it was a video about barbecues and girls wearing heels to the barbecues and it not being cool because of the dirt in your feet and and, and, I, and it blew up and I just stuck with it. I ran with it. And every video was just like... And then I was getting good feedback from people that were like known. So it was like, all right, let me just see what, let me see what this takes me real fast. And here I am. Okay. So when you first started doing it, did you have a feeling like this shit is going to work? This is going to go the way that it did? Or you were just like, fuck it, I'm doing it for the fun of it? I honestly didn't care. All right. So you did it for the fun? I didn't care. Like, I never thought it would get like this. And hopefully it would get... A lot deeper than this, right? But, um, I never turn. I, I never think. I never thought of it like this. Like I just thought I'm just gonna do it to get a kick out of people and get people to laugh. But me getting booked and f- hosting, I never. It's thought. crazy the power of social media when you think it's, about it now. And I mean, it's changed. It's changed lives, man. If you really look at some of the people that work for a while now, like P.O. and like other people, like D.C. Young Fly, like yeah, these cats here. started Vine six seconds, and these they're, they're doing well like they they got a how they got a nice house yeah. they probably moved their mom out the hood you know facts and i feel like social media is gonna be a platform where a lot of negative shit could be portrayed but if you use it for all the right things you definitely could make you, you can make something out of it i feel when did you feel like I'm gonna make something. Did you ever feel like it got to that point, or do you always did you feel like I'm just really doing this for the love and whatever opportunity came my way, I'm just rocking with it? Honestly, I'm just going with whatever God got it, like whatever He has in my way. Like I, I want to be in everything. I got so many lanes. Like I went back to school because I wanted to play basketball. So if I could play professional basketball, I'm gonna do that. If I could turn out to be a comedian or whatever God has planned, I'm gonna just run with it. So I, I'm not looking at it as all right. This is my last option. If it don't work out, I'm asked out. Right, right. If it don't work out, it's fine. I'm just find another niche and just try to see what, I, just what else I got. And it out from there. For sure. And you're a cancer, right? Mm-hmm. Y'all niggas are so petty. Ha. How? How? <laughs> Yo. How's we petty? Oh, my God. With the Yo, signs, man. With the zodiac you. signs. Yo, my ex-husband. Man. That's all they talk about. Oh, the man. Like, uh, I don't even know. I don't even know what a cancer is or does. Let me tell you, just know that you have to stay the fuck away from them, bro. Right, so, sorry, so, they're so, crabs. So, so, hold it that's down, hold it down. Hold it. Well, hold the on. crabs, hold they're on. crab hey, ass niggas. We in the water, so we wavy. Hold it. Hold it <laughs> down. Hold it down, hold it down, hold it down. Hold on, hold on. Give me give me a reason why you feel the way you do about cancers, though. 50 cent. <laughs> Yo, can we talk? Yo, hey, that's what? my man. Though. I love Fifty though. 50 I love Fifty. Is a 50. fucking bully. I love it. Don't no, get me wrong. I'm right, here but, for it. Pero, man. yo, when I tell you that nigga goes into overdrive and overkill, no, he shit that he do is is crazy. Cause um, I like I'm in social media, so you watch everything. So. Right. When Ja Rule was just about to have this concert and he bought the whole first <laughs> two front rows of the shit so nobody would be there. That motherfucker's crazy. And like, the shit was on Groupon. Like, you feel me? <laughs> so so think about it. Think about you, Ja Rule, you coming out 
you trying to get the you trying to set the right you trying to set the mood right. No. The first two front rows are empty Part because empty. fifty bought them. That is a beef that don't die, it and never, that's exactly and it's not gonna die. But you know what? I get it though. You know what I'm saying? Like he was. I get why it's like that, and that shit is really not going anywhere. But it's the levels of petty that I'm talking about. Like yeah, it's, it's, my it's, ex husband is a cancer, mm. and when I tell you. This man has gone through lamps, boy. Like, I have to salute and dap the fucking effort. Because I'm like, yo, my nigga, tu no te cansado. Like, That's one thing about Kansas. I can say that we're going we gonna to keep up with whatever it is that we're trying to do. We tiejo the end or whatever. Like, it's we a gonna decade keep later. Yeah, yeah, facts, I'm still like, hi, right, you know. He's in a wheelchair and shit, and he's still with the oh, shit. Oh, he's rolling. He's rolling. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, I said <laughs> shit I'm, so, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Nah. I said that. But, uh, nah, no, you're yeah, good. Yeah, I sure, talk shit sure. about him all the time. There was this one time we were in Disney World. I pushed that nigga out the fucking wheelchair because that nigga wow. had me tight I'm done like wow. he's petty though like I just can't you said, this, this is this is who you my baby daddy really yeah you pushed him off the chair and I looked at his wife too like what are you gonna do she's white Sula, she's not doing shit hey, you do you hear this brother this is crazy man <laughs> wait what sign are you so I'm, I'm, a Libra. Sti- I'm, I'm gonna stay away from him <laughs> wait, hey 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 look we was talking all this shit about cancers right <laughs> She's a Libra. She's pushing motherfuckers off the wheelchair. Yo, when I'm done, I am done. Libras, we're very diplomatic people. Listen, I ain't gonna lie. My little brother's a Libra. So you know we're level-headed. I love him. Yo, he's my heart. Like, he's he's like one of the main reasons I went back to school to like kind of show him like, hey, there's ways, like even though it was late or whatever the case, but he's tough. As nails Like bro <laughs> This kid Does not break And He's a great dude Like he's He has a heart His his heart is crazy warm He's The dopest But His temper is retarded We're passionate It's not it's temper so, it's, it's so passion. It's so much passion like, It's <laughs> like You can relax For a little bit bro But nah I mean you, Libras are dope But I don't see What's the thing about Kansas I understand the 50 thing you gotta give me another reason. Yo, baby my father, baby daddy you was him reason. Off the wheelchair, but he was there before I got there. You know what I'm saying? Like he was already on his way. Like he was already. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like yeah, I'm trying to figure it out. But come on, man. yo. He deserved it. What happened was we were in. Um, where were we? We were in fucking Epcot. We were in Disney World, and it was hot as fuck. And I told this nigga, like, I don't think this is a good time for us to go to Disney World. It's fucking August. It's like 100 plus degrees outside. The kids Mm. are fucking miserable. So this nigga was taking his sweet time. And granted, I get it. He's in a wheelchair, right? So me being the person I am, I was trying to help him. So I was pushing him and he got mad. He's like, oh, don't touch me. I got it. Come on. He's a man. He want to do it on his own. So I flipped him over. Go get. Yo, come on. Figure it out. Because it was hot. I get that. It's fuck. Listen, if my girl, God forbid if I'm on the wheelchair, if my girl pushed me <laughs> off the wheelchair, we're going to have a conversation that is <laughs> never going to die. Listen, gonna li- wrong, huh? She's still going to be wrong. <laughs> Who's going to be wrong? The guy's always wrong, right? That's, that's what she said. That's your theory? I don't believe in that no more. What, the guy's always wrong? No, I've learned no to apologize when I've needed to. That's, that's... That's a big step for women. <laughs> women don't apologize. I, I apologize. Women really I, don't apologize. They'll find any other way to say sorry without saying sorry. 
Dick sucking counts as a form of apology. Shit. I don't know, because if you was to reverse <laughs> that, if you was to reverse that, if you was to reverse that theory, right, and, and the nigga did some fucked up shit, and he goes try to have, like, let's say sex, period. As a form, if if, if it's good, look, if it's mm-hmm. good, women's going to do whatever the fuck the dude's, listen, if, <laughs> if it's good, the, the women's going to do whatever the fuck the dude's telling them. So, most of the time, if a nigga got his shit together, right? Now, if a nigga ever did some crazy shit, and he tried to like eat his girl, whatever the case may be. You think she's? You think she don't want to still hear sorry? Women. I can't speak on behalf of all women, but I am a huge fan of head. So if the head fire, odds are I'm probably not gonna like bring that shit she'll, back up. She'll argue with you after breakfast. Like, I mean. Shit, I, I don't know. I know, <laughs> I know women. Listen, like knowing my mom and like how we was brought up with my mom, the shit she. This is the thing I didn't understand when I was growing up. Like my father used to go through shit with my mom, mm-hmm. and I never. And it took me a little minute to like, yo, my mom is a whole female. Females are gonna do female shit. You feel what I'm saying? Even just like niggas are gonna do nigga shit, but females are gonna do nigga. Sh- uh, they gonna do female shit. So when she used to do certain shit to my pops and get him heated or. You know what you're doing. You know what I'm saying? Of course we do. Yeah, but there's levels, bro. Like, men just be doing some outrageous shit. Yo, and just to give you, you another example. You can't even say that no more, though. Like, at this, in this generation, in this time, you Nah, can't, because people out here with dead ass walking around with say that no, no more parenting. But I've seen girls have no type of morals, like, at all. And it's crazy because... They young. They dads ain't in their life. You can and, speak and on it's, it. It's okay. It sucks. <laughs> it's 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 wack because I got a little sister and yeah. to me like we don't have the craziest relationship like to the point that I get to see her often because we live so far from each other and we have we have been to a lot of different things, like you know what I'm saying? But I have a sister and like if she was to carry herself half of the way, like I would be losing it. Like it's yeah. good is it's, it's I, and I want to have daughters too, so I always look at it as, I have, this is going on right now, when I have a kid and 10, 15 it's, years goes by. It's a scary time, but just to give you an example of another cancer man, McGregor. I don't know how you're going to defend it, but I'm just... <sighs> <laughs> hey, no, nah, I can't say nothing about that guy. Uh, no. Nah. <laughs> yeah. I guess you got You guys me. just gotta hold that L, man. Y'all some exactly. crab ass niggas. But it's all good. Like I mean, I guess. I guess it's, 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 I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. I don't know how I feel about that. Because that's literally their sign. They're the crab. And there's a reason why these niggas is crabby all the time. I'm trying to tell you. No. Keep away from the cancers, ladies. No. So you keep talking about your family. So what's your family dynamic like? You mentioned your mom, you mentioned your brothers, you mentioned your sister. So what what your household look like? Crazy. Uh, <laughs> shit. I ain't gonna lie, there's always yelling in my crib. There's not like We're Dominican, we're loud. Yo, but not nah, like Alright, so picture me, Thought Demon, and then three more of those. <laughs> Plus my mother. <laughs> it's crazy. Now it's it's fun, but it's tiring. Like you go to my crib and you're like, okay, I'm tired. Like I wanna go to sleep because there's so much going on. Like is if you chilling, my brother's coming to smack you in your neck, or 
If you sitting here and, and you sleeping or you laying down, somebody's coming to throw a whole bucket of water on you. Oh and my. my mom partakes in half the shit. So it's like when I see like when I see that my brother's about to do something to my mom and I'm like, you're kinda ODing now. And he's like, nigga, what? She's with it. And mm. she he'll do it and I'll be like, Oh my god, she's about to get tight, it's over. Mm-hmm. She'll be like, It's all right, now nah, I got you. Days later, she'll end up bugging on him. And I'm like, what the fuck is this household? Like, it's, <laughs> But it's fun. I love my house. My house is the best place What's in the world. What's her birthday? Her birthday is, a, she's a Leo, August 5th. Ooh, she's a fire she's sign. She's tough. Yeah, she's tough. Oh, yeah, no. She's tough. She ain't nothing to play with. Yeah, I was going to say that. She raised five boys by herself, so you got to be some type of tough, for real, for real. In the I was going to ask too. you that. You keep saying your mom, your brothers, so what's your relationship with your dad? All right, so I, my dad is in my life, like, Every day. Okay. Like, I speak to him every day. It's just him and my mom got separated when we was young. And, okay. I mean, he's always been there financially. He's the greatest person, the greatest dude I know. Like, he's keeps me level-headed. He's, I can call from whatever. But um, I always say my mom because she was there at 365. Yeah. No days off. And um, it's different when you have your dad, even though you speak to him every day and not seeing him every day and seeing him three days out of the week or two days out of the week is a lot different than seeing your mom. Right, your of course, going to the, all the time. She's going to the hospital, too. She's going to the parent-teacher conference. So I say my mom most because I, I feel like my dad deserves a lot of credit, a whole lot, but my mom deserves, if anything, the most credit of, of all. So I, I always talk about my mom the most. Got you. All right. So it was crazy because... On the way to Tampa, apparently you're like this, you know, like this, I don't know, this sex object. Can we say that? Sex object, sex symbol. Like, a lot of girls like you, and like, I don't get it, because I don't fuck with Dominicans. Y'all niggas are horrible people. But, um... Sula, <laughs> <laughs> so, we got a badass name in Orlando, Yo, man. I don't know. Nah, I, I just have, have enough cousins to, to know here. better. Like, I'm like, oh, no. You know, it's crazy because, like, I ask you about your dad, because, like, for me, I'm the oldest of four girls. Mm. And, like, my parents... How old am I? I be lying about my age. I got to think about this shit real quick. <laughs> I'm going to be 34 this year. So my parents, in a couple of days, they would have been. They are going to be married 34 years. Wow. So I always talk about my dad and, like, I'm a daddy's girl. Like, mm. I know it may not seem that way because I'm always talking a whole, body, a whole lot of shit, but, like, I'm a daddy's girl. Like, I'm the type of person where my dad is always there for me. Like, Number I can one. call him no right. matter what. I'll talk to my dad about anything way before I talk to my mother about it. You. That's just the way things are. So it's like, I've always bragged about, you know, my dad. And I just feel like he set the standard so high as far as like what a marriage is supposed to look like, what a family is supposed to look like. What to expect from a man. What probably. to expect from right. a man. And it's like, I always said like, yo, my dad's a fucking unicorn, bro. Like, and, I don't know where I'm supposed to find a man that's going to live up to this standard. So, on, you know, on the way last night to Tampa, we were Googling your ass, right? Because mm. we were like, how old is this nigga? And then my homegirl was like, I don't know, girl, but he's sexy as fuck. And I'm like, but he plays college basketball, my nigga. Like, he's a 
baby like so yeah. she's yo we went through your I instagram my nigga you you don't have no birthday pictures yeah. we went through your fucking twitter we went down to your facebook right. we went down to your fucking college stats right. and nothing yeah, don't pop up. i don't know why i don't pop up nothing was showing us your age and i was like well i don't know son that nigga was a sophomore in college i'm i'm a senior i'm about to be done actually. oh you're about to be done yeah, i'm about to be done with the school stuff for real for real so I was telling her, I said, listen, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt and I'm going to go with 22. Mm. Like he's wow, a I year, young. like a year no, past right? the drinking age, just based off of what wow. I see off of social no, of media. Course. That's what that's what it would look like on paper, right? Because I was like, all right, college, anybody can go back to college. Mm-hmm. But the whole basketball thing, right. like I'm like, they ain't just letting no old ass nigga like be right, on the right, team. Right, so right, I was right, like, right. he has to be like. I was like 21, 22. I was like, I'm gonna go with 22, but really, like, that's where I'm at. Right. Why the fuck nobody knows how old you are? Shit, I don't know. Like, <laughs> I really, shit. Everybody that's close to me know my, like, you feel me? Like, everybody that, that I rock know my, like, nobody has never been, like, a problem. Like, but like, the public, we ain't know. Nah, yeah, nah. I mean, shit. A lot of people do. A lot of people don't. A lot of people think I'm 25, 26. I'm older than that. I'm. <laughs> I'm not young Like I'm not Like I went back to college At 25 I'm a senior now Do the math Like you so, feel me Like What made you go back Like you bro, just wanted to Listen I was in high school Right And This is probably gonna take a little while No you good But I was I didn't even like basketball I didn't I, I was a baseball player I played sports I, You're Dominican growing up That's the sport you're gonna play Right And my family bounced around from borough to borough, like I said, and we was living in the X and 167th Street. And we ended up leaving because, you know, things happened. We, we ended up leaving that neighborhood. And we moved to 182nd Street and Raya Avenue. When I moved there, baseball wasn't really... A thing. It was, it was there, but it was not something that people would, like, enjoy and, like, have fun. And then everybody that I started hanging around with was basketball players. So I was short, bro. I was five, five. Probably, mm-hmm. and I was. This is like my eighth grade year. I remember, and I was going into my freshman year, and I started playing basketball and started really practicing and getting like you know good. And then around like my sophomore year, I really stopped fucking with school. Like I was just like, I'm done with this shit, and right. I just dropped out. Damn. And I was recruited by Division One schools. <laughs> Thing is, I dropped out of school, but still was, I was still playing AAU basketball which is circuit basketball. You travel all over the states, playing in front of scouts and stuff. And I was doing good. Like, I was really putting up numbers. I was doing my thing, and I was getting recruited. But I wasn't going to school, so there was no point. So right. I wouldn't even entertain it. So I had this big-ass guilt the whole time. Like, damn, like, I, I fucked up. And then when I messed up that young, I had no guidance for real to let me know, like, what am I supposed to do next? How right. am I supposed to go about this? So... I, bro, I spent five years just chilling, just working, promoting, nightlife, outside every day, six, seven in the morning. Just like a really dark ass life. Like nothing wrong with it because I still have a lot of friends that promote, and, and I feel like that's what's up. If you got, if you can get your money, how you get your money? Get your money. I saw the story you tweeted about how you went to the club and you ordered this special drink and you ain't know the shit had Molly in it. Yeah. <laughs> This is like this is like when I first started like you feel me first started going out and like it's 
crazy, like, bro. <laughs> Passed out in the club and everything, dog. Like, it's in this club that had like different rooms with different. It's Pacha. You remember Pacha, right? Pacha, yeah. So it was this club is fucking eight floors, right? Fucking a floor from. I think the first floor is like technical, right? Like real house. And second floor is like real country, and then it goes hip hop and Hispanic or whatever. So I, I go get a drink, and I'm like, yo, um, can I get a drink? And the dude goes, do you want it fixed? I'm thinking he's about to throw more liquor in the shit. So I'm like, <laughs> yeah, nigga, fuck you mean? So he gives me the liquor. So it's Molly in the shit. Bro, I started, like, I've never been on Molly. Like, I don't take pills. Like, that's one thing I don't fuck with. Like, even when I'm sick, I don't like yeah, I don't like it. So when I took this shit, and I, like the light started like looking real bright, like red looked like red. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and blue looked blue. So I was like, bro, what the fuck? And then my man's that I was with, he left me. So I'm in postures. I, nobody's telling me that there's a whole bunch of trannies around. And no problem with you. There's no judgment. There's no judgment. If that's how you want to live your life, do if what you got to do. That's how you rock. That's how you rock. That's how you rock. But. I got to know what I'm getting myself into because my man is telling me like, yo, this club is lit. It's a big ass club and it has so many women and I'm fucking 21, 22. I'm like, nigga, where we out? So we get to this and this train is all over. Like I'm talking about strong motherfuckers in dresses <laughs> with flats on. That's when I started realizing like, there's no like, reason that y'all not in heels. Yeah. got fucking flats? <laughs> and then the feet look really big. So I'm like, bro, there's something wrong in here, kid. And I... My mans end up like I'm looking for this dude For like 40 minutes In the club Can't see him he, So I go upstairs He's like in the hip hop section Right So I go order another drink I go order a water though. I'm like yeah, I have to like sober up I'm bugging When And it's like pillars In Pacha So he's like behind a pillar Like on the other side So I'm looking And I'm, I see like He's talking to somebody So I'm walking over the there worst. Walking over there And I'm like Bro, we gotta leave, man. I don't feel well. You feel <laughs> what I'm saying? I'm fucking up right now. I don't know what the fuck is going on. So then I see that he's talking to this, this girl. He's like, well, I'm talking to this. And I'm like, okay. And I look at her feet and I see she got flats on too. And I'm like, boy, <laughs> you better fucking check her Adam's apple. And I swear to God, promise, I promise you, it would turn out to be a dude. Damn. I swear to everything. And I'm like, you see why I don't be kissing people in the club? <laughs> For real, I've never done that. I've never been a fan of that shit, bro. People go in the club and kiss people. You don't know what the fuck was going on with this motherfucker right before this. Like, right. I see that shit, Mardi Gras and all kind of shit. Yeah. Cancun, well, people go. And I understand. I get it. You're having fun. Right. There's a whole bunch of other ways to have fun. There's some you shit you, you can't come back know, from. Bro, you don't never know. Facts. You never know what the fuck is out there. So it's just like, <laughs> I can't, bro. Half of the shit I be seeing, I, I can't. So you went into promoting. It wasn't. It, you felt like this wasn't it for you. Nah, and then like it was just like constant regret all the time. Like, bro, what the fuck am I doing? Like, and then my mom. The thing is, my little brother and like all of my brothers. When I was growing up, that I started getting good in basketball. They thought I was gonna really go somewhere. Like, oh, this nigga might go to the NBA. Like, yeah. for real. Like, they, my brothers thought that. Like, I was that decent. Yeah. That deep. My brothers really... You feel me? I'm their brother. I'm their blood. They're going to see gonna me support. in a few games. And they're going to see and They're going to be like, oh, no, this nigga can make it. So that's what they were imprinting behind me. Like, everybody around the hood. Like, yo, you can make it. Like, you can go. 
I believe it too that like, you're gonna make it, yo. Because the way that you was fucking breaking these bitches' ankles at the club last <laughs> night, they ain't so. stand a fucking chance. <laughs> They like, oh like honey, they barking right. up the wrong tree. This nigga Boy. don't give not one fuck. Boy, I'm the wrong one. <laughs> now, but for real, and then shit. Um, I came across to this guy named Jackie Knowles. Um, if anybody's in New York and you're stuck and you feel like you want to go back to school, this is the guy to go see. If anybody hears this podcast and want and need help, just holler at me. I'll definitely direct you. But he, I came to see him like I was 24. I didn't even have a GD. Yeah, I was going to say, because you dropped out. Mind you, I didn't have a GD, so I was just working, doing all this bullshit, not doing nothing, like, not even seeing the money for real, because I was working a lot, but you go out, you spend it, you do dumb shit, you young. So, once I, once I got my GD, well, I went to go see Jackie Nose, and I was telling him, I was asking him for, like, routes, like, yo, man, what am I supposed to do? Like, I know I messed up when I was young. I don't know how to go about this, like, what am I supposed to do about school? Like, my whole thing was, I'm just going to go to school. I wasn't worried about basketball, for real. He mentioned it to me, like, you know you can still play, right? And I'm like, I'm 24. There's no school. I always thought the bigger picture, high expectations, so I always thought Division One. There's no Division One school that's going to take no 24-year-old to play four years. She's going to graduate at the age of 28. Right. You feel what I'm saying? Nobody's taking that risk. And he's like, you'll be surprised. How many people and how many outlets and stuff. And I was like, let me see what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. So he was like, first things first, go get your GED. Yo, I wasn't really never a school nigga. I can never say that. In, high, in middle school, I, I used to get good grades. High school, I did a little bit until I dropped out. I was so motivated and so focused that I got my GED in two months. Oh, wow. And motherfuckers was getting that shit six, seven months, eight months later. Yeah. Dudes I was going there, and that's how much I was in there. I'm not bullshitting. I was going in there turning off my phone. You feel me? Not paying attention to nobody. You were trying not to make talking. up for lost time. Bro, I wasn't talking to people. I was like, you know how you go into class and you try to mingle with people and try to see what I was not I don't you need to talk to nobody then? here. Like, and it's, it's not no bougie shit or not. It's just you're like, yo, I'm so focused to come here and get this shit done and get the fuck out of here and get started with my life. I was stuck, bro. I didn't know what to do. So I got that. Once I got it, I came, I brought it up to him. He didn't think I was going to do it. I think he was like doubting me a little bit. So I went and got it, brought him the paper. The dude fucked with me so much, he set up a showcase. Some junior college coaches, he started telling me like routes I could say, you could go junior college route, play there for two years, try to do your thing, and then get a scholarship to go somewhere. And I was like, shit. Mind you, I've never been away from home. So he's like, you got to go to these schools in Albany and like, Upstate. I'm like, bro, what? <laughs> I, I, I ain't never even sleep in my home. own house. My mom ain't let me even sleep. My mom ain't let That's me sleep away from my shit. crib. Like, so it was like, what? I'm not going nowhere. So it went from, I, right, I'm not gonna go to, I, right, what school you sending me to? And How did like, your mom react? My mom ain't believe me because, like I said, I fucked up and. So for those years that I was chilling, working and shit, I was giving my mom the, and my dad the runaround. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to go back. I'm going to go back. I'm going to do it again. I'm going to go do it. And that was my whole thing for three, four years. So the last time that I came to her and I was like, I'm out. She was like, we ain't going nowhere. <laughs> you stay right here, nigga. Go get your job. <laughs> go get your ass a job so you can start paying bills in the crib. <laughs> for real. They're quick to put your ass to work. You feel me? And... I was like, nah, for real, you think I'm playing? I'm leaving. She's like, where are you going? I was like, I don't know yet. I'm going to let you know in a week. 
I made the decision. I played in the showcase. A few of the coaches were interested. And then um, some of the guys from around my neighborhood played at the school uh, called Erie College in Buffalo. Mm-hmm. And they spoke to me about the coach. They always spoke good things about him. His name is Coach Alex. Um, and I just ran with it. The dude was like, I can send you to the African guy. He, he, went, he went off just like that. Because you know that I slacked already for so many years. And the work ethic that African-Americans show every day, especially ones that come from Nigeria and Africa, yeah. that they're really here to make a difference in their life. Like you can see it. Right. So when he put me in that position, I was like, I can't come here to fuck around with this guy. So as soon as I got there, I left to Buffalo. Told my mom. I remember my mom was crying when I left. Mad my dramatic. parents, the whole hood popped up. Because you still it in New York big. and shit, but. And it was like, damn, you've been supposed to fucking do this. You're really doing this shit right now. So, so it was good was, tears. It was. Yeah, no, it was, I think it was happy tears. sad tears, but it was more happy tears and sad tears for sure. But I I left and it changed my life, yo. No lie. I left to school and played two years at Erie College. I didn't think I was gonna be able to get recruited. I got recruited by damn near every NA NAIA Division One school almost. That's awesome. Out west, like out Oklahoma, Texas, Georgia. Division one schools and I was like I didn't never I didn't think it was a possibility, you feel me? And I was down myself, down myself, and I just trust the process. And I just went with it. And I ended up signing to Villa Maria College. That's where I'm attending right now. It's not a Division One, but it's a Division Two. Probably one of the best Division Twos in the country is a private school. But it's changed my life. Like, bro, if, I don't know where I would be right now if I didn't go back to school, for real. Yeah. Like, it changed my life. Like, I met my girlfriend. I was able to get education. And she's beautiful. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Like, you... Your relationship and the way that you speak on her is so reminiscent of how, like, the love that my dad shows my mom. And it's so commendable because, like I said, I was always like, oh, my dad is one of, like, the last of the dying breed. I'm never going to find somebody like him. And then here comes this fucking Dominican ass, (laughs) crab ass, cancer ass nigga, (laughs) adoring his girlfriend and shit, being faithful. I was like, mira, I think. She's official. She's (laughs) official. She's, She's held it down. I've been with her since my sophomore year, so I've been through shit in college. Of course, you go through shit, little bullshit, but she's been there every step of the way. She's never judged me. She's only motivated me, and she only wants, like, I see it, like, she only wants what's best for me, so I rock out with her for her, for real, because she's a hundred. She's she's official. That's what's up. And it's always, like, people, you know, like, coming from, where we come from, like people really underestimate the um, the power of having genuine people around you. Like it's so easy to just just fall into all the wrong shit. Like it's all around you. But when you have Thanks. like a solid team of people Thanks. and it don't got to be 10, 15, 20 niggas. It could be literally five people that rock with you. That makes all the difference like you'll start moving differently you'll start thinking differently you'll start like making better decisions just because you're like yo i i got these people that count on me i have these people that are supporting me i have these people that want nothing but the best for me i can't let them down i'm gonna tell you some shit about going to college or whenever like you got your back against the wall or you're in a situation that you really find out who really fuck with you because i left the college my first year Everybody was, oh my God, I miss you. Oh my God, I'm gonna miss you. This, that, and the third. I can't wait till you're here. I got here. And this is the thing. 
if you really miss me when I get to the town, I shouldn't be having to go all over the place to see you motherfuckers. Y'all should meet me somewhere. Or like, you feel what I'm saying? Or show and there was crib. people that, there was people that would hit me up all throughout college when I was in school for the first few months. And I haven't heard from these motherfuckers since my freshman year. And I've been to the town, and there's nothing against you guys, because I'm the type of person, we don't got to speak every day. Right. I got best friends that I don't speak to every day. I don't speak to my mom every day. I don't speak to my parents every day. But it's, the, it's just a certain type of love, you feel it. When the love is not right, you feel it. So it's just, I cut off so many people, bro. If they're not real, they I cut off so many people, and it's not even, it's not even like trying to. It's just like it happens. Like you just grow out of you grow out of like relationships with people, and I feel like that shit is okay. Like it shouldn't be no beef or no like. We too old. Like sometimes people just want to look at it. Oh, I, he's not fucking with me. He got something against me. Nah, we straight, bro. We we cool. We just sometimes don't rock out like that. Like people, yo, people you roll with, like company. That's who you are. That's because they're going to be your biggest influence. They're going to really like infiltrate and dictate, even in a subconscious level, what you're going to do next because you're not thinking like yourself. You're thinking about or you're thinking like whoever you're surrounding mm -hmm. yourself with. Right. So that's always something that like my mom was big on. Like my mom, when I came home from school and I was like, mommy, you know, this is so and so. My mom be like, mm. No, yeah, no, a mí no me gusta. Facts. And I'd be like, damn, in front of the girl, mom, Facts. like, we're 10. Facts. Can you wait till she leaves? Facts. Shit. My mom ain't give a fuck. My mom used to be like, yo, I used to bring somebody to the house. Ella te va a hacer algún día de esto. And I used to be like, what are you talking about? You just jinxing me. Like, you throw all this salt on me, and then it'll end up happening. And I'll be like, what the fuck? But they know best, though. Yeah, they really Parents do. Parents know best, for sure. When it comes to friends and, like, who you should be rolling with, they know. Niggas they see right know. through it. They see right through it. And it's crazy because I would, you know, I think we've all made the mistake of not listening. And then mm, yeah. all of a sudden it's like, damn. And then you feel that way. You're like, damn, did she just jinx me or did she really like just seen that shit coming? And it wasn't until I became a parent that I realized the superpower Yo, too. Like you see that shit. And it's crazy because my little brother, like I said, he's a wild one. He's 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 about to have a baby. He's about to have his, uh, his first his firstborn. And he's the first one out of all of us that's about to have a child. Mind How old you. is he? He's 20. He's not, not too bad. He's no, no. He's he's good. He's gonna be straight. We got him. He's regardless. He's gonna be straight. Cause you know Dominicans, we start like 15, we 16. But he made straight. it past that. You yeah, know what facts, saying? facts. Now he's straight. He's gonna be good. But like he's tough. Like my mom. Like him and my mom crash has a lot. And it's to the point that me and all my brothers, or four of my other brothers, we ain't never really like get into it. My mom, cause we was brought up in the nineties. <laughs> Where they whoop your, your ass. Your mom's. I used to. I remember one time I told my mom, I'm gonna call the cops on you. Oh, I have a story for that. Nah, I remember you said that yesterday. That's when you said that. Yeah. When you said that yesterday, I was looking at you like, my mom did, I swear to God, no lie, I'm not telling your story. <laughs> my mom did that and actually hit us in front of the cops. You right? have to. You have to, to establish show us, dominance. Like, are you fucking crazy? I own you. I own you. Like, it was like that. I own you. Nowadays, parents want to be friends with their kids. Yeah. My mom used to, nigga, you don't got to like me. Facts, but you're gonna respect me. But you gonna everything I talk about, what I say is gonna go. You ain't gotta like me. My father used to be yo. My father has never to this day touched me and my brothers physically, and we all scared of my father. 
let that shit. That's crazy. I thought that, that shit, shit was going to go completely different. Because no. I was going to be like, well, my baby daddy's never hit my son. But then no, again, he's in a wheelchair. Shit. So I don't know how that all works out. <laughs> but um, <laughs> you be killing him. Man, I, I feel bad. But look, my dad has never hit us. My Yeah, I don't even remember, I don't remember my dad even yelling at us. No bullshit. You know what was my father threat? We will be fucking up the crib or whatever the case is. He'll just look at us. Yeah. Once we saw this man lock eyes with us, and I just tell my brother, yo, we wildin'. That's it. <laughs> Relax. <laughs> but it never got to that point that he spanked us. Because the discipline was like that. Like, you're going to respect me. It's not like we're not going to be cool. You see, nowadays, kids. I seen a video of some kids, like, I think two years ago. Little kid was like fucking two, three years old, yelling at his grandmother in McDonald's, yeah. cursing back yeah. and forth. Bro, I would have been buried. Facts. If it was my grandmother at that, my grandmother didn't play that shit. Rest in peace to the old lady. She did not, like, bro, in front of my mother, my father, she just smacked the shit out of any of us. And then my mother says something, she smacked her too. <laughs> no bullshit. That's how I was growing up. So. <laughs> We was not acting up, like, you feel me? Like, so my little brother, it was more leeway. Now you got four older brothers, you feel me? He used to get hit when he was little. We used to get in the way. Ma, I don't hit him. Who's the oldest? My oldest brother is Bryant. So I got his father. It's Bryant, Eric, me, Joshua, and Nathaniel. So you kind of had it lenient a little bit, because I really do feel like the older ones, we're like the test kids. Well, the thing, to be honest, my, my oldest brother lived in DR for his first eight years, so... Uh, I think Eric was It, it might have been 8 or 10 Eric My older brother That's older than me Might have been like 4 Or 5 And I might have been like 3 or 4 Cause I'm, he's an age He's an uh, age older than me But A year older than me But um, He didn't live here So it was only me And my older brother In the beginning <laughs> That nigga didn't even know You had rights in America Bro Facts <laughs> DR the first facts. 10 years of his life And then he got here And then Family started forming And then the last one was the little knucklehead that we have now. But <laughs> yeah, nah, my family's dope, man. I love my family. My family is like, there's a different personality everywhere in my family, but it's like all my mom the same. Yeah. It's crazy. I love being Dominican. Like, our culture to me is just so dope. I don't like being compared to Puerto Rican. I don't fucking care. Like, yo, I'm Dominican, nigga, and this is what the fuck we do. We got big families. We're like fucking roaches. We're everywhere. Facts. I don't give a fuck. Our family... Get togethers are lit. We don't know when to cut down the music and stop partying. Yo, you remember and those days sleeping on top of the coats? Because <laughs> your mama, you want to fucking leave? Where I used to be fucking tight. There like, was always a guest room with a bed full, full of, of coats. fucking coats. And you would sleep on top. That was that was comfortable. Versus. I remember. Babies. <laughs> Babies. It was my room. <laughs> That's for real though. <laughs> like niggas ain't believe in hangers, classes, or nothing. Todo called by la cama. Caltera. And now, oh, then yeah. to look for them on the on the get out. Sauce that Poniéndote loco, poniéndote el codo de la mujer tuya. Esto es un tigre. That facts though. Not good so, times, man. Where do you get your inspiration from when you like, yo, I'm going to do a video today. Like, what do you be thinking about? Shit, I ain't going to lie. I go on Instagram and on Twitter. Twitter is a lifesaver. I love Twitter. You go on Twitter and you're going to laugh. Like, it's just, <laughs> it's going to happen. Like, it's impossible. Like, if you go through Instagram, you might go, okay, businesses and shit here and there. 
Instagram is full throttle clown shit. So whenever I see anything that I oppose or or something that happened, an event or anything, right. I just run with it. But I put my twist on it. And my thing is more talking. Like people do skits and stuff like that, and I like that. Like I just haven't found a way to like really squeeze into those like that. But I just like talking shit. But most of your videos, you're like in the bathroom, right? Yeah. So <laughs> so so my room. So my room in college. Is uh you have like a bathroom in your room, so I just place this shit like you know where you keep like the cabinet shit. I yeah. open it and just place my phone and <laughs> get the show rolling. In the medicine cabinet, for sure. Lit. Hell yeah, hell yeah, for real, for real. That's how I get my. That's how I do all my videos, bro. And people be hitting me like, "Yo, can you change the scenery?" I'll be like, this is the best "No, I can do for nigga, you right that's now. classic right that's the there." That's what I can do for you right now. This is the private area. Yo, you be talking, you leave, you fucking close the yeah, door. Bro. I be like. People would think that that bathroom is fucking huge. Is he coming back? Honestly, like, as soon as I take a step, the fucking bathtub is right there. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't even lie. With the robes hanging in the back of the Yo, fucking it's door. it's crazy because I don't change, I don't move them. Like, my girl be having pink robes behind her. So that, that, people people got to know I have a girlfriend. Like, it's it's there. It was, it was not this fucking eyelashes somewhere or tweezers or, like, you feel me? Yo, why, why do you got to leave those everywhere? I don't wear lashes Wait, do you wear? like that. First, I should have asked if you wear. But I have on occasion. Niggas, sometimes they just come off, bro. No. You just gotta like. Listen, I've seen y'all almost rip your elbows out <laughs> and throw them shits. <laughs> and then this is on the floor like they see in PA, bro. Shook, bro. What? Bro, this shit is scary. Like centerpiece. Yeah, it looks. Nah, but it's not. No, I don't like that. Because, <laughs> like, think about it. If dudes could take their waves off <laughs> and yo, toss them. But what that, the fuck? That's happening these days. <laughs> nah, nigga, yo, bro, what the, yo, not for real. Anything's possible nowadays. It's crazy, right. though, because I really think <laughs> that a lot of it has to do with, like, um, just a girl. Like, I remember, like, for me, I, I started wearing clip-ins at one point, mm. And, like, I remember... <laughs> Yo, yo, I got a story. When you done, you now got a story about clippings. But go ahead. <laughs> yo, I took them out. I was tired as fuck, and I left them in the bathroom, like on the counter. <laughs> yo, my baby daddy walked in, <laughs> and then he walks out the bathroom, like, yo, you left your bear on the counter. <laughs> and I was like, what? Every time I took the shits out, he had a different. It was my poodle. It was my fucking bear. Yeah, this shit is crazy. Yo, yeah, he, that nigga would come up with like a name every time he seen my shit. That's and I was like, yo, that. you're gonna have to stop disrespecting me That's like that because this is how exactly how you're gonna end up with hands on you one day. That's like, crazy. leave my fucking hair alone. Bro, I, I was I was on a date one time. I think it was TGI Fridays. I went to some. I went on a date with some girl. I was trying to impress her. She was. So you took it to Fridays? I took it to Fridays. I was fucking, <laughs> I was fucking 20. You feel me? I'm fake balling at the time. <laughs> Friday, fits me out to Fridays. You might get a drink. But we go we go to this shit, right? And we sitting. I'm sitting across from her. She's looking good. Bro, we ran in our food. She started like unclipping her hair and then clipping it back. And clipping it on. And I'm hearing the clack. Clack, clack. <laughs> clack, clack. And I'm looking at this bitch like... What the fuck is that? So I stopped her. I'm like, yo, what are you doing? What is, what's going on? She was like, so she took out the whole fucking clip it like, in and, and the restaurant like this. And I'm like, yo. Bro, I didn't even want to eat. Like, it was just, I was fucked up. Like, that's the first time I ever seen that. Like, I never, I'm 20 years old. Like, this is like, 
You feel me? A minute ago. And she's taking them shits off, and I'm like, bro, what? You can do that with your hair? <laughs> so I go back to my mom, like, ma, sacate la, la, la greña, we. She's like, nigga, what the fuck are you talking about? Yo corto tacana la cabeza. Facts, nah, but nah, that shit is crazy. The clippings, I feel like women, y'all gotta go through a lot of shit. We do. To, like, stay pretty and, like, All you of feel that. me? Um, makeup and, like, sh- clip-ons. And people are doing, ex- like, extensions on their eyelashes now, like, operating or some shit. I've yeah. seen that. Like, I mean, I just don't be safe, man. Whatever you want, <laughs> just be safe. I don't want to try to end up fucking going blind over some dumb shit. Nah, for real, but dudes, dudes don't gotta go through half this crap. Well, nowadays, know. niggas got you seen their shits where now they, they put weave on the top of their head and all Yo, of that shit. And I I'm like, seen, well, now like, we gotta them. start taking y'all niggas swimming too. Like, this is what this world <laughs> just came to. No Yo, lie, our first no, day, no we lie. going to the pool, baby. <laughs> that, that, you gotta, Let's and, go to and the you beach. Gotta, and you gotta dive. And you gotta dive. <laughs> <laughs> Head first. <laughs> to see, see if that, that shit, shit comes move. off. <laughs> Yo. Like, that's a fact, though. And I've seen it, like, I've seen on, like, advertising on, on Instagram, like, motherfuckers will put a whole wig on and then cut down on it and then, like, cut it, like, with the clippers. It shit look elite. It look neat. But damn, nigga, like... They got that. I've seen niggas um, do like the microblading that girls do on their eyebrows, do it on their head, on their scalp, no so it can way. look like they have hair, like if they have like receding hairlines, or you know how sometimes you got to start going bald on the sides and shit, they fill it in. I never thought I was going to get to that point where niggas was going to care about their appearance like Yo, that, but we here. One, uh, one time for the niggas that was going bald, I don't want to let it go. Yo. It's okay. <laughs> Just it's okay. No, listen. A bald look with a beard is not a bad look. Bro. It's not. I tell. I speak for all men that could grow a beard. There's a lot of niggas that can't grow a beard. That can't connect it. And I oh, feel like that's childish. Let it go. That's so childish. If you can't grow a beard, it's childish. <laughs> You're childish. I don't care how old you are. <laughs> fucking forty with no beard. What the fuck. You better start you doing better. some shit to your know. fucking face Sabi at night. La. Yeah, I heard you get savila on your face. Words. Imagínate. <laughs> That's what I heard. Back I in the days true. when I was growing up, and I don't even know if this shit is true or not, but I remember um, guys used to put that aftershave, like that mm. brute shit on, mm. there, and I would be like, "Why are you doing that? You don't got <laughs> facial hair. Oh, cause that makes it come out thick." Fuck and I'm like, "What you shit?" <laughs> <laughs> Sula looked at me like That's crazy Yo the nah, shit niggas real. be going through Nah man For real for real But not And shit Dudes get six packs Operating and shit Now and In all Colombia that shit. I mean shit if Sooner or later You knew something like that Was gonna happen though I just don't understand When we got to the point Where niggas started caring About their appearance To the point that They started going under the knife mm. Like yeah, we are a vain society, but can some of this shit be for the women? Yeah, no shit. I, like I, I don't I want kinda, no pretty I, boy ass. I nigga. agree on that. I don't feel like no men. I honestly don't. That's why I've never judge. dated no nigga off in in Harlem. Like Harlem niggas are pretty boys. I can't do it. Like nigga, how fly we motherfuckers though? Them, they fly as fuck. But if it All takes that. me an hour and a half, two hours to get ready. Mm. And it's taking you three? Mm. I can't do it. I ain't gonna lie. Some of my friends, aka Merce, <laughs> I have to say his name because like he's one of my really, really, really good friends, like one of my best friends. He takes four hours 
to That's your address. That's my cousin, bro. And no, like, we'll be damn near calling the cab, and he'll be like, yo, I don't like this outfit. I'm taking it off. And he'll change four more times to put on the same outfit that he had on the first time when he was going to walk out. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like no, he's yo. crazy. But no, I love him, though. That's my man. But no, for real, some dudes, like, I feel you, like, like honestly, the best compliment a dude can get is yo, siempre está bien vestido and like yo, he's always neat like he don't look dusty right, and right, me, like, right like everything well ironed and shit like I respect that but when y'all go overboard like the lotion shit, we're like, going through this first shit first of all no men in life should take an hour to get dressed is crazy and I'm talking about I've done this is when I used to shave my beard I've done shave my beard showered watched TV and got dressed in 30 minutes for a dude to do that, you already know what you're going to wear. You don't got to do makeup. You don't got to... <laughs> you don't got to fucking go to the hair salon and blow your hair out. You don't got to do none of that shit. So, all that extra shit... I can't do it. I don't like that kind of competition in my life. Like, fuck out of here, bro. Shit. So, today, I don't feel like doing my hair. Now, I got to purposely do all this extra shit I because my nigga want to... be wanna... hip-hop, man. Shit is crazy. No, 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 no. Dudes, no, no, no. dudes, be, dudes be mad, like, needy now. A lot of dudes be like mad needy, but shit. A lot of women, I feel like they fuck with that, though. I feel like, and this is my opinion, I could be completely fucking wrong. A lot of females take niggas, bro. But I feel like a nigga that got to do all of that, like, where's your dad? Like, nobody's telling you, like, don't do this shit, my nigga. It's not necessary. I don't even go, and that's why I say, like, the company you keep. Because this shit that I see around, like, there's, like, Let's say something as simple as somebody's breasts stinking or somebody's always looking crazy in the streets and you got friends around you. Yeah, nobody's telling you nothing. Nobody, like, it, I understand your parents are not telling you something, but at a certain age, you understand your parents dealt with you until you was 18, 21. They ain't right. they business no more. That's when you get a girl, that's when you got certain friends, that's when you start a social life. Right. So you got to have that, that, that center of people that really keep it on with you. So... When I see shit like that, and nobody keep it a hundred, like that shit is bad all over. Like it's not even the one person that's going through that little incident. It's like all oh, y'all motherfuckers the Are same. Dirty bastards. That is same. <laughs> that is same. Like if y'all can't, like, bro, this why this man right here, I could have whatever wrong with me here. Tell me, even if I'm getting mad or whatever the case is, but he's gonna tell me about myself. But I appreciate it for it because, you feel me, it keeps me on my toes. Like, I know when I'm around this nigga, I can't be bullshit. Right. But Your manager, he Dominican too? Yeah, of course he is. Oh, man, he's definitely the devil. <laughs> I don't do it, man. I went black. I ain't going back. Fuck out of here. Puerto Rican and Dominican. Mm-mm. Yeah, oh, your man's black? Yeah, headaches. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> up? Headaches. What's up? I tried it. I ain't doing it. I was like, nah. Just had the wrong selection. Man. Maybe. This this is a stereotype of Dominican men and Puerto Rican <laughs> men. It's crazy. But I mean I don't I can't I, I honestly just can't I can't blame women sometimes because it's crazy some of the shit that goes on, but y'all gotta understand that a lot of shit not to say that it's all y'all fault. <laughs> <laughs> but no, but women have fault on a lot of shit that a lot of men do. Like I don't condone the cheating shit, let's say. All right. I don't condone it. But there's certain shit in a relationship, like, let's say if I met you 
you was going to the gym all the time or whatever. Because not that I, that shit like that shouldn't matter, but it's just certain shit that you was doing when we was first together. That you stopped you doing. You stopped doing that. And people say, oh, it gets old. Nah, motherfucker, you can spice it up. You could do a different thing, but with the same kind of approach. You feel right. what I'm saying? It's just people want to stop doing certain shit that got them the motherfucker that they with. So I don't condone cheating. I don't. But I've known people personally that, like you say, Dominican dudes, but I know Dominican dudes personally, like, God would not let me, like, these are good dudes. And they've been in a relationship faithfully with girls that won't even sleep with them, won't give them the attention that they want. What makes you think that this man is not going to go out and find that shit? Even if he's not trying to find him, he's going to seek him. Right. And if he sees <clears> it, he's going to go at it. Now, I don't condone cheating at right. all. And it's the same way, vice versa, with women, vice versa. Cause I agree. A dude, a dude could be doing a whole bunch of shit that I know. Like, let's say dudes do a whole bunch of shit to get the girl. They get the girl, they stop doing whatever the case is. You can't fault a bitch for not feeling the love that she felt when you was first fucking her. Because now she... Girls are... Not, I don't want to say insecure, but y'all need that type of attention. Y'all need that kind of repetitive Affirmation, not attention. Feel me? <laughs> no, I'm, shit. no, but I feel you though because I went on a, a podcast and we were talking about relationships and I made a statement and I said, when you're going into a relationship, I feel like a relationship is customer service. And I know it sounds mm. stupid, mm. but it's like my job is not to worry about myself. That's your job. Right. My job is to worry about you and right. your job is to worry about me. Right. So when you're constantly reciprocating that energy into each other, then the shit is going to work. But when, like you said, when you stop doing certain things, when all of a sudden it was like, yo, on Fridays, you used to, that was payday, you mm -hmm. used to go to the hair salon and mm -hmm. blow your hair mm -hmm. out and your nails was on point and you, and now you walking around here looking like a fucking people sack of potatoes, my nigga, like you don't want to cook for me. You can't. And, Everything nowadays is so different and it's crazy because it's like I'm very open minded but at the same time I tend to be very traditional at mm. the same time just because of what I saw growing up. Like somebody made a comment on Twitter like, Oh, if my husband um gets home at three o'clock in the morning and he's hungry, then it's my responsibility to make him food at that time. And somebody retweeted it and put, Hey maid, I see you your maid outfit <laughs> on or some shit and I was like What's wrong with getting up at three o'clock in the morning and making people, sure your nigga ate? People don't look. It's at either it he like came that. home and he ate at your house, or he went to the side bitch's house and ate there before me? he got home. You feel me? And like, like I said, like you feel me? Like I don't, I don't feel like it's okay. But yo, like you can't stop doing certain shit that I'm attracted to. Like yeah. that shit not gonna work out for me. And I, like, I talk to this. I talk about this all the time, my girl. And I tell her, I don't possibly, I, I think I'm, I'm, I don't think, I know I'm going to be with her for a long time. I'm going to marry her. I'm going to do the right thing. But I tell her, like, I don't want to go down the line 10 years from now and get tired of you. Right. Because we stopped doing shit that, you know what I'm saying? Like, just keep me, keep me the same way. Like, there's, there's a comment on Twitter, on uh, Instagram goes on that, oh, your nigga, your nigga don't want you to dress like the bitch that they like in all the pictures. Bitch, you used to dress like that when I met you. <laughs> That's why I'm attracted to you. That's why I was attracted to you in the beginning. You stopped doing that. Yeah. You stopped going to the salon. You stopped getting dressed. You feel me? I feel you. You're supposed to get comfortable around me. You're supposed to look like shit if you want. And I'm not going to judge you. But 
still keep up Come what, on, I, keep what up. I fell Let's in love with. Keep up. Just keep up with that. And then that's the thing. People fall people for that. Like, oh, this nigga stop fucking. Nah, you stop taking care of yourself. You got, like you said, like, you take care of me, I take care of you. But you got to be able to take care of yourself. Like, but then you got to be able to have your shit together to have You feel me? Because that shit, that shit will drain the whole relationship, bro. And people don't even realize it. They just know one day it's over and they don't even know, they don't know why, where how. it began. Yeah, and it's facts. like, yo, it started with the little shit. Facts. And it just eventually blew up into something way bigger. That's a fact. And it's sad because I know so many people that got good relationships that end up turning bad. And it's because of shit like that. Like, oh, they stop going to the movies or they stop going it's to the little mom. shit. It's just small shit that is fixable. Right. You feel me? And... That's the thing When you get Probably people look at it When they get a taste in Wells Like my buddy Let's say um, He's happy as hell right now He met the love of his life And he's been with her For two and a half years I think going on three Or something like that And She is Everything that he's ever wanted In a female As far as not that you guys are supposed to cater because you guys aren't maids or whatever the case. But she caters to them. She takes care of Fuck that. That's the one thing about Dominicans. I will give us that. Like, we will be all about catering to your house, but as oh, you course. should be. But I feel it's a 50 50, though. At this time, at this time and generation, it's a 50, it should be 50 50. Low key. <sighs> Low key. 50 50. Like, if you want to make the house work, it got to be 50 50. Well, that fact. depends because nowadays women are out here with careers and everything else. So oh, I can no, see that. I'm just that. talking about in relationship wise, like but, not just single women. I mean, I don't know. Like I said, growing up, my parents, my dad was the one that always worked. My mom had to take care of the house. That was the dynamic. That's what I saw. Nowadays it's different, you know, because. Things didn't work out with my kid's father, so I'm the head of my household, and I have to work and maintain my bills and things like that. But I don't think that there's anything wrong with that tradition. Like, if, I mean, in this economy, you know, you may not be able to do that shit, but... When you, when you say 50-50 in a relationship, what were you, you going to say after that? I'm just saying to make the house work, like, I feel you on the catering, and I feel you. I was brought up. To the point that Shit you hungry nigga You gonna make yourself food <laughs> um, You use that dish this You're gonna wash it The house though You use that dish You're gonna wash it No but she had to She, My mom had to raise Like a whole nigga She had to be a whole dude Like it was no You gonna talk back to me You're doing this You ate here You're doing this You messed this up You're cleaning it It was just like that So we just got that shit with us Like, So I feel you on the catering And shit like that But it's alright How many niggas you know cook? My nigga cooks. All right. How many niggas do you know cook for their girl? Who Cook for their girl? Cook for themselves? Cook Fuck for their girl? themselves. If niggas ain't cooking for them girls, niggas, ain't, niggas don't cook for themselves. How many <laughs> niggas? That's a fact. That's a fact. How many niggas you know cook for their shorties? Like, oh, I babe, don't know. Like, I'm going to have to just do a like, Just this. like you... you uh, I don't know. If a nigga hungry at 3 a.m. I put, could count like a it. handful. Okay. That's fine. But that's bad. Okay. You feel what I'm saying? That's the, that's the only that's the only point I was trying to make. Like, not to sound like no sucker, nigga. Like, but my girl tells me three, four in the morning, I want ice cream, nigga. I'm going outside to get that. Feel me? Cause it's like that. Like, I know she'll do that much for me, and I just feel like if you want to make shit work for both of y'all, it gotta be that mutual. Right. You feel me? Like, it gotta be like that. Like, ain't no, oh, you the female, so you're gonna be cleaning the house all the time. Nah. Nah, you clean up after each other, but I think that there's nothing wrong with having, like, 
assigned, I guess, damn, I'm going to fuck this up and I know they're going to come for me. But like, the girl is supposed to fucking clean the house. Nah, like, I I'm not saying you. like a dude should clean up after himself. I feel you. But, but I'm not going to have point. my nigga cleaning his bathroom when I'm point, there. Though. Like, it's crazy. When you have a nigga that's going to feel like I don't got to do shit in this crib. But pay the bills and walk in this house, and I'm good. As far as eating, kicking my feet up, don't gotta worry about sh- like. Yeah. You feel me? That shit is gonna take a toll, bro. And at the end of the day, I just can't. I don't know. I just don't see how people can be with people like that that don't want to clean up with them or, or don't want to help. Like, right. That's just a sign of help. It's not even. Taking out the trash, little shit like that. There's right. niggas that don't do that at all. Yeah. There's niggas that won't pick up a rag and wipe some shit in the crib right. because they got a shorty. Right. I yeah, just no. don't feel like that shit is okay. I feel like, as in a sense, in that sense, it should be 50 50 or 60 40, whatever you call it. But you got to right. put some type of percentage into this. <laughs> for real, for You clean real. the house Monday and Wednesday, and I got Yo, bro, it on, this on dude, Saturdays. Bro, this dude, the cleanest person I know, he has an all white living room. Everything white. Mad Dominican. Yo, leather couch is white, no stain, no nothing. Like, I'm talking about his daughter can't even make a mess in the crib. His daughter, he's a man. Sounds like my dad. You feel me? My dad can outclean me, my sisters, and my mother. That's a fact. Yo, bro, it gotta be a ship. Like, my father never smelled crazy. Like, he's always smelled good. He's always, shirt never wrinkled. Like, my father's one of those real, like, capo-ass niggas from DR. Like, bien parado. You feel me? Yeah. So... Nah, all that extra, you're going to look like a man, bro. Yeah. You feel me? And you're going to do what men do. Men ain't only about the breadwinner and all that extra shit. Right. You got to do the little shit, too. And that's why my father, to me, is the realest nigga I know. Feel me? He has a wife right now, bro, and they good. They've been together for mad long. I got a brother from his side, too, from, from that side of the family. It's my little brother. So he's he's 100. Like he's he He do shit the right way. That's what's up. So, I'm just trying to be, if not that, at least a, an ounce of that or whatever. You feel me? But for real, for real. I That's just feel dope. like got to be a 50-50, man. Like, my parents were brought up like that. Even when they were together, it was just, I never seen my mom just, oh, you going to be cooking all the time? Nah, yo, I'm going to cook today. Sit down, kick back, chill with the kids, watch TV. That's real nigga shit. Yeah. You feel me? And a lot of people don't look at it like that. So, what is next for you? We got a pageant next week. I got a host in um, Stony Brook. Then after that, I am in Massachusetts. I forgot the name of the place. And then I got Sonio Suego to um, host this Latin dance, like contest or talent show or something like that. But there's a few things. And your whole up. family got the moves too. I be seeing your <laughs> yeah, videos on yeah. Instagram. Yeah, my mom is a dancer for real. My mom used to be like in tarimas and stages with like famous artists and shit dance like my mom's that's official dope. my mom plays instruments my mom do everything she's she's the one that's who we get it from for real for real and you said that you were a senior this year so what's next after graduation like what do you see yourself well, doing god willing hopefully i'm praying every day that i can go overseas like that's really like my dream job i really want to go pro play play basketball yeah overseas. i really want to like i'm just trying to stay the course stay in contact with certain people and um just stay in shape and stuff like that. Definitely graduate. That's like one of What are you main. going to school for outside of Psychology. 
El Diablo. Yeah, it's tough. I don't know that I would want a Dominican with a fucking psychology degree yeah, be I'm my man. Be, like, I'm fuck to, that. I'm, I'm always wrong, nigga. Like, I'm how you to, flip this shit, too? Like, <laughs> I'm about damn. to have my kids fucked up. <laughs> you heard? They ain't gonna wanna fuck with me. Nah, but for real, it's it's dope. It's a dope major, though. It's, it's fun. It's, it's a lot, though. It's a lot of shit, but um, you get to learn a lot about people and why people are the way they are and, like, moods and all kind of shit. <laughs> that house was going to be all fucked up. Yeah. Like, do you know why you yelled at me? Yeah, because deep down fact. inside, deep-rooted, somewhere <laughs> in your childhood, you felt abandonment issues. Like, it's going to be... She's going to be like, no oh, lie. my God. That's a fact. <laughs> I can't wait to have kids, though, man. For real. That <laughs> So, where can the people find you? What are your social media handles? All right, so, on Twitter is DaVinciBo. So, it's... But it has an it has an underscore in the middle, so it's D I V no D A V I N C I underscore B E A U, and on Instagram it's the same thing without the underscore, right? Yeah, <laughs> I had to double check with my man. Well, I want to thank you guys so much for coming nah, through. Like dope, this was like really like so this. random, and Word. I really do appreciate you guys driving now. out, man. Come on now, like you guys really held it down. So you came down to Tampa, I had to come down. You told me you that came down there from Orlando. Shit. I didn't think I didn't think you was all the way from out here. When you told me that, I was like, shit, nah, I gotta, I gotta try to make that, <laughs> I gotta try to make that pissed out real fast, real talk. It was it was dope though, and I really you know like I'm I'm all for supporting, mm. you know my people, and when I see people making positive moves and trying to you know do things differently in their life, like I'm all for it. So Thank you, for real, for real. you know I really do appreciate you even like extending that invite. Like at first I was like, eh, all right, cool, but you know I made it happen, and you guys made it happen in return, and I really do appreciate Thank that. Thank you so much. And Thank you for having me, for real, for real. Hopefully, you know, you guys will make it back in time for your flight so you can get back into class. Shit. My flight's actually, I'm going to be gone. We about to go to the hotel and just chill out. Probably eat something right now and just cool out. We just going to chill. But, um, nah, this was fun, for sure. Um, and, you know, hopefully, you know, we'll be able to keep in touch, link up in other times when I'm in the city and everything yeah, else. Yeah, nah, let me know. Um, as soon as my semester's done, I'm going to just be in the city. I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm going to be doing a whole bunch of more things. Of but, course. Um, one thing I want to do, like for real, for real, for myself, and just to do it for the community, I wanted to do like a stand up, even though like I've never done like comedy or stuff like. But I just feel like I wanted to do that just for the people in New York when I go back home, just to like see what kind of kick I get out of it. So stay tuned, I might do it. A stand up. All the all these clubs been closing down, so it's gonna be tough to find a spot. But yeah, it it might. I'm, I'm gonna see what my manager think. If my manager think it's doable, then we gonna we gonna try to make some things happen. But stay tuned. If anything, like middle of August, it's lit. I'm definitely in the building for that. For if sure, you make it sure, happen, for sure. I'll go out for that. I'll, def- I'll post it if if I'm gonna make it happen. I'll, I'll know like a good month and a half advance, so you guys will have some time to figure out your schedule. So that it'll be dope. Well, I'm going to wrap this up. This is Posh with the Posh Sessions. You can find me on Twitter, the Posh Sessions, Instagram, the Posh Sessions, Facebook, the Posh Sessions. Um, To listen to this episode, it's going to be available on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, SoundCloud. And you guys already know. Until next time, peace. One.